0: morality 24 religious views on capital punishment most of this we've already covered in previous podcasts looking at uh, religious views on retribution however i'll still outline it just in case you've, you've not listened to the ones and this is the one you, you've chosen to listen to so the two viewpoints i want to look at are, are christian and um, and buddhist and um, being the two religions we're going to look at both in science and belief and well in buddhism and um, so christian views christianity Seems to be quite confused about how it feels about the death penalty. It both supports and uh, denounces the death penalty. Um, and as we went into previously, it's it's because what their sacred writings and the religious leaders actually teach. Some of the religious leaders are for capital punishment. Um, some of the sacred writings are well, as we're we'll going to, are both for and against capital punishment. I'll start off from the, 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 the Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments passed to Moses and from Moses eventually to, to everyone. So Exodus twenty thirteen, Thou shalt not kill. You get people on both sides of the, the, the debate saying the same line, Thou shalt not kill. It's good to start off from this one because this one commandment sums up the confusion felt um, by by Christians and Jews and, and to a lesser extent Muslims who all use the the, the, the Ten Commandments. What does thou shall not kill mean? Does it mean that um, you shouldn't kill or should it mean that we should put criminals to death? The Bible does prescribe death for uh, for murder, but thou shall not kill seems to be one that's used by both sides. One for saying that no one should ever kill, so we must enact justice on them. And also that the person who executes the murderer, are they themselves not killing are they themselves not putting someone to death? And then do we get into a cycle where they need to be put to death, and then the person who does, uh, executes them needs to get put to death, and so on and so forth. So the Bible is clear, the Old Testament, sorry, Deuteronomy 5.32 is clear that the person should be put to death. However, what does thou shalt not kill mean? And how far does it go in both supporting or denouncing um, uh, the death penalty? Now the classic one used is uh, is eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Um, anyone who injures their neighbour um, is to be injured in the same manner. Fracture for fracture, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. The one who has inflicted the injury must suffer the same injury. Leviticus twenty four nineteen to twenty. So we have a clear understanding that whatever someone's done to them, it should be dealt back to them. Um, so the Old Testament would seem to support the death penalty to say that if if someone kills, then they should be put to death. However. Jesus said... Um, Jesus came and Jesus said that you've heard... Um, the, sorry, there's a lot of rules in the Old Testament that he is there to change and he is there to, to, to revert. Um, and Jesus said, you've heard that, said, eye for an eye, tooth for tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone sorry, if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them and let them slap... Sorry. Uh, turn to them the other cheek also. Matthew 5, 38, 39. So what it's saying is, this is turn the other cheek. So... If someone tries to hit you, let them hit you, and then turn around and offer them the other cheek. Um, it's a it's a way of non-resistance. It's a way of 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 not retaliating and not seeking revenge. Jesus, it seems, and if you read a, if you're into that, anyway, and you read a lot about it. You, uh, it was about forgiveness and about this understanding that that when you take revenge and when you enact revenge on someone, that it changes your person, it changes your soul. If you believe in such a thing, so. The Old Testament seems to be um for the capital punishment and the New Testament seems to be, be against that capital punishment. And this is the way that the Americans we, we focus on them because they have death penalty still, and are predominantly Christian. So it seems to be this internal struggle between Christianity both for and against um uh, capital punishment. Uh, polls show showed that fifty-five percent of Americans um, are in favor of the death penalty. Um most of which uh, themselves are are, are Christian um, of different sort of uh, uh, ethnic backgrounds, and um, there's more details on this uh, w- within the booklet. So. Christianity seemed to be for and against. The reason we use Christian viewpoint is because it's a good one uh, because of this conflict. You can talk about both sides, you can talk about evidence of both sides as well as bringing in uh, Gandhi eye for an eye, tooth for tooth, how s- revenge changes a society um, and how a society may be f- made to feel fairer and just if everyone did enact revenge on each other. Um, Buddhism, um, of course, has different denominations, um, but they're, for the most part, agreed um, on what capital punishment is. They don't make any explicit ruling on capital punishment because each denomination governs themselves um, uh, individually. However, a Buddhist believes in non-violence and compassion for all life. The Buddha was the embodiment of compassion. Buddhists want to live their life like the Buddha did like said with the retribution the first of the five precepts requires individuals to abstain from injuring or killing any living creature the Buddha didn't speak about capital punishment, but his teachings seem to show clearly that um, if you execute someone, then you're killing a living creature, no matter how bad the crime is. Um, and that can be quite hard for us to actually kind of process that. And um, A US reporter once asked a Buddhist monk how far their non violence stance, non-violent stance sorry, went. He asked the monk to imagine that he was the last monk on earth, and he asked that if someone was to put a gun to his head and told him to kill someone or he would be killed, what would you do? And the monk replied that it would be better to die holding on to his own beliefs and values than to live knowing that he'd broken uh, one of the law, fundamental laws of the Dharma, the teachings of the Buddha. He noted that the Dharma is eternal, that the teaching the, Buddhas, uh, the Buddha sorry, is eternal. And when, uh, if he died and the Dharma disappeared, then it would reemerge emerge um, later on um, when the world needed it the most. Um, and there's a, nice um, a nice, elegant approach to it. So overwhelmingly, Buddhists um, are... Are against capital punishment that um, the act of executing someone creates negative karma for you That um, and your karma determines your samsaric rebirth as well as determining how likely you are to achieve nirvana. Um, it's an unskillful action because you're killing the person out of anger or ignorance um, and because the Buddha is the embodiment of compassion then we try to uh, we try to live like him. Um, in the Dhammapada chapter 10 it says everyone feels punishment everyone fears death just as you do. Therefore, do not kill or cause to kill. Everyone fears punishment. Everyone loves life as you do. Therefore, do not kill or cause to kill. You can't get any clearer than that. You can't get any declarative on that. Buddhists are overwhelmingly against capital punishment. The reason we mention the Buddhist viewpoint onto it is because, as you'll see when you study Buddhism, the entire subject is interlinked, that meditation applies to Nibbana, which applies to Anatta and Icha, they're all connected, so it means that you can create a chain of answers of the effects of capital punishment and what it would actually do. Um, And obviously the Christian one is included because it's both for and against capital punishment, Um, saying eye for an eye, tooth for tooth in the Old Testament, and turn the other cheek in the New Testament.